Recording in progress. This meeting is now adjourned. This meeting is happening over the internet. This meeting is actually a podcast. It's the biggest pain. <gasps> Big pain in the rump. Why can't we just pull this shit? Uh, because it looks stupid. Yeah, that's the whole reason for pulling it. Fine. Who cares? Who cares? Let's do it. Fine then, don't set it up. Stop. Throw it on the ground. I'm already recording. I'm just going to cue the intro music. What are you going to do then? I'm going to continue to alter this deal. <laughs> I'm it already is... recording too. All right, well, here we go. Okay, kids. Let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. You ain't C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Brought to you by Liquid Death. Officially sponsored by Liquid Death Mountain Water. Still Mountain water. and sparkling. Murder your thirst. Murder it. Today and tomorrow. You know what would be the perfect uh, mascot for Liquid Death? Would be the T-1000 from T-2. He's literally... In liquid metal form? Yes, he's literally Liquid Death. Yeah. I could see that. You're welcome. Sign me up. Hire me. I need Lucas and Liquid Death to reach out tomorrow. Let's do a spinoff series with uh, T-1000. Drinking gonna, some ice yeah. cold fresh waters. I was gonna say Star Wars and Liquid Death crossover. Let's do it. <sighs> you think if we just say enough that we're sponsored by Liquid Death, they'll sponsor us? Yes, I do think that that's exactly how it would work with them. All right, cool. Let's do it. All we right. enjoy it. Officially brought to you by Liquid Death. <laughs> uh, so if you guys aren't live with us, Comangus has a uh, haunter behind him. I do. I appropriately chose the OT. I've been feeling uh, old stock. The old style, man. Yeah? Just a little bit. Uh, I went back and, and tried to watch episode four. I almost got halfway through. <laughs> like how you said, I tried. <laughs> you know what's funny is I put it on and uh, I ended up having to do something that took forever. And I got back and it was still they were still on fucking Tatooine. I was like, how did I... I feel yep. like I missed the whole movie, and I looked, and it was just sand still. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah, man. There's a deep connection in our culture where desert means high tech, and it's because of that fucking Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. see Tatooine, and you just think like space stuff, science fiction, even though it's a desert with nothing on it. It's because the first half of episode four takes place on Tatooine. One would think. I know. I don't think I know. Yeah, yeah. No, do you have a... Uh, is there... To draw upon this, is there any spots that you've been on Earth that you're like, dude, this feels like Star Wars? Um, We visited Death Valley National Park, and there's a whole sand dunes area there. So that oh, kind of nice. looked like Tatooine. Yeah. And then when I, we were in San Francisco, we went into the Redwood Forest, and that's mm-hmm. obviously actually Endor. Um, yep. Yeah, those are the only two parts... And there's a bunch of parts of Arizona that look like Mars, which isn't really Star Wars. I guess kind of like Geonosis-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. 
That's my Star Wars tour yeah. of the U.S. Yeah, uh, I can't even really particularly think of anything that would, you know, I've like seen active lava, but it I wasn't, it was so close to the ocean that I didn't get Mustafar feels or anything like that. But uh, Well, did you get, I guess now retroactively, did it look like Navarro? No. Okay. Is it Navarro? Did I just make Dave Navarro a Star Wars planet? Is I think the same you did. thing, right? What's the what's the planet from Mandalorian where they have the the thing? Classified information. Navarro. Yeah, it's Navarro. I got it. It's with two R's. Navarro. Navarro. Yeah. <laughs> that is a cool planet. That is one thing that, that I did feel somewhat more immersed in the galaxy in Mando. Okay. Um, all of the... So, I guess maybe we could start here. Um, Let's do it. If there was one thing that uh, the prequels didn't do too well was there was quite a disconnect with the green screen stuff. Um, whereas, I know Mando is partially a green screen, but one, I think the CG has caught up, and two, the actual areas that they were able to film in, it just felt more realistic. It felt mm-hmm. more believable i guess whereas the prequels there is there is a slight disconnect except for the scene in season two where boba shows up and it was just like oh yeah we just went to this we're just in los angeles over here (laughs) well that feels real i yeah that's almost uh yeah but it feels like the united states doesn't feel like star wars anymore which i don't know how a desert makes me feel like star wars (laughs) but yeah it does yeah i know what you mean though they finally, you're you're totally right about it catching up. They finally hit the point where they can make anything they want, and it feels real to me. And I think I, I think I felt that way beginning with Rogue One. Yes. The cinematography and yes. the CGI in Rogue One is like, that's a Star Destroyer. It's not a computer. It's not a graphic. That's a Star Destroyer. Well, it's and right you there. look at at Tarkin. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you are. Even if you hated it and thought he looked terrible, I'm like, dude. No, <laughs> that looks you're wrong. Fucking great. Yeah. Like if you want to pick one thing off of his nose and you're like, look, it looks terrible. You're like, dude, if if that's how deep you're going, he looks great. Right. I so, agree. No, I agree. I, that's funny because I was gonna say Rogue One. That's mm-hmm. that's the first time I thought, oh wow. Like knowingly, yeah. I know this is CG, whether it's Tarkin or whatever, and I'm looking at him like, God, that looks like they're really installing a huge dish on the Death Star. Dude, shadows and everything. I mean, they really, they really peaked. Yep, right there. Peaked. They haven't even begun to peak, Mopar. They've peaked there. They're yeah. Until uh, VR becomes uh, a thing in the movies, where you are an actual character in the movie. Well, I did mention like a year or two ago that I did that um, VR ride. It's not a ride because you you walk through it, so it's kind. Of, I don't know. It's kind of a ride. But where you put the vest on, it's like laser tag, VR helmet thing. It was ridiculously realistic. When you're walking across Mustafar on a skinny bridge, and there's lava if you look down, and it feels like you're going to fall and die. Like, it's pretty close. (laughs) So if they can do more of that, um, that would be, yeah. We're we're heading there. It's getting ridiculous how realistic the, uh, the graphics and the VR and everything is. It's true. It's true. Makes me want to get an Oculus. 
You know, it's another series. I know we bounce around, but wait, uh, wait that- a second. Keep going on the VR thing for a second because I haven't even played the. Um, the there was a whole Star Wars thing. Um, hang on, let me look it up. V- immortal something. Invader- yes, thank you. Vader Immortal. Yeah, was a whole VR Star Wars thing. I think it's for the Oculus. Never. Mm-hmm. I haven't even played that. I haven't even looked it up actually. Yeah, that's something that's a huge miss for me. I have no idea. I've never really done any VR stuff. I would like to, but, you know, I don't even have time to play my Xbox. I can't go buy an Oculus Rift. Sure. Or maybe I can. Ooh. Donate one. Elon Musk, whoever owns the Rifts and the Skiffs, <laughs> let's do it. Elon just owns. Does he not own everything by now? Him and Jeff Bezos, they just have everything, right? Yeah, they're the ones. That's why they're going to space. They're trying to buy Earth. This episode is sponsored by oculus tesla from amazon get it now also on amazon liquid death (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so sorry i just wanted to interject that because i do remember that was one of the bigger releases at celebration there there wasn't a crazy amount there besides episode nine but i remember them putting a huge focus on vader immortal so if anyone's played it let us know i'm curious And then you were about to jump into... Well, I was going to say the other series that I've never really had any issues with with the CG is Harry Potter, actually. And they started quite a while ago. And, like, right off the bat, like, I know, like, I don't know, what the what's the, like, the ogre in the bathrooms in the first one? You're pro- it probably doesn't look great. Yeah, I got I to gotta push back on this one a little okay. bit with you. <laughs> I, well, it's been a while since I've watched the ex- absolute first one. I'm, I'm always, like, a goblet and, and beyond person, unless I'm in the mood to go, like, I don't know. I'm a um, Azkaban and beyond. Yeah, that's probably what most people are. No, I lied. I can't skip one and two. It's too nostalgic, man. It's the start. It's more um, whimsical, especially the first one. It's not <laughs> as like dark and dreary. Well, it's I do like, like you're the dark and dreary. But. You're exploring the setting in the first one, like right. with Harry. He doesn't. Exactly. He's exploring for the first time, and you get to like see all the quirks and all the yep. all the yep. different areas. Yeah, it, it is fun. It, it feels uh, fun. Um, yeah, and innocent. Yeah, Whereas, so I can't uh, turn that down. So let's let's compare the two. Episode one, where's the fun and whim- whimsicality <laughs> of uh, episode one? I I don't feel it at all. Maybe it's because we're back on goddamn Tatooine and we've already been there a bunch. But yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, Anakin's a kid, so he ha- kind of has that spirit about him. Um, well, realistically, we, we are seeing new areas of Tatooine. Yeah, but it's still Tatooine. I guess the one area that we do get to is Naboo obviously we mm-hmm. hidden city and everything but uh, it's more of it's less of an experience and just like we have to go here because we're forced here and it's like yeah. where whereas Harry was literally like in awe and wonder or experience and all this small little like quirky, quirky stuff I don't know yeah it's interesting because like Anakin doesn't even have that many questions because yeah. he sees Qui-Gon he's like oh that's a lightsaber you're a Jedi I know all this uh, he can fix his pod. He can race his pod. Uh, the only thing he has questions about is midichlorians. <laughs> yeah, he literally... Well, you do see some type of questions when he's flying with Rick Oli. Because he's like... I- I'm a, basically a slave mechanic, so I want to work... I want to see how this shit works. This Nubian. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, he gets the Coruscant and has no questions. The, all, all he is is cold. It's cold it is kind of weird because yeah. he, he there is no character development. Really, he's set up as the chosen one and continues to be all the way till be, he becomes Darth Vader. Right. He just knows all. It, and it is a weird thing. He's never a child, which is weird. Yeah. Sad about his mom, but yeah. Is that weird? He's never really a child. He's a nine-year-old in the movie, but he's never really a child. He's winning Boon to Eve. He's too advanced. Yeah. To have advanced. those. To have just be. Yeah, he's too, because of the force. I feel like he's too smart for his own good. He can't just be a carefree kid, you know? No, and I, obviously if you're raised in, in something like slavery, obviously you don't get to be a kid, <laughs> which I get. He does sound pretty happy well, most of the time. It's it's true. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> yeah, which is a pretty dark spot to go to in Star Wars universe, but, I mean, they're the ones that set it up. Slavery exists in the galaxy, and true. the Republic true. doesn't exist out there to, you know, manage or regulate all that shit hair down but uh yeah it's pretty dark it's also something that they don't touch upon is the limitations of the republic think of how many star systems that no one gives a shit if it's the imperials in charge or the galactic empire or anything who gives a shit they're not out here i disagree i feel like they did kind of emphasize that with tattooing in episode one the, but the republic doesn't exist even the money doesn't exist out there why would it well, that's what I mean. You kind of see Qui-Gon's shit doesn't work because they don't really care. Wado knows about Jedi, so that's not really a trick. They have slaves. Padme tries to push back, and Shmi's like, that shit doesn't work out here. With <laughs> Who do you think, fuck do you think you are, Queen? Yeah. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. It's Tatooine. So we can see that a little bit, I guess. I well, and, you know, it's the small little things that uh, I, I get it that the prequels kind of miss upon because it really should affect Padme uh, very much that like slavery exists and there's nothing she can do about it but she kind of just says okay we bought the one slave that we needed and he won <laughs> and he won the race and I'll probably marry him later and we're good that's really funny yeah she's against slavery but like Qui-Gon gambled for a kid's life and she's just like well I guess that worked out <laughs> that makes sense we own him now so let's just train him no, he's free. They don't. He didn't transfer Anakin's ownership over to Qui Gon. I mean, on Tatooine, I bet there is a receipt somewhere. That's true. <laughs> From maybe, Waddle, maybe Qui Gon just told Anakin that he was free, but in reality, he's like he's property yeah. of Qui Gon now. Yeah. Well, so okay, so that means Anakin was in Qui Gon's uh, will, and Anakin transferred to Obi Wan. Well, and the life debt that from Jar Jar. There was a lot of shit passed down from Qui Gon when he died. <laughs> Obi Wan obtained a lot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I need to see Qui-Gon's will. That's good. I wonder if when Anakin and Padme got married on Naboo, someone had to like get a power of attorney and sign away Anakin's ownership from Obi-Wan over to Padme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does, yeah, I wonder how all that... Did he go to the estate, the Jedi estate, and then they yeah. had to pull from there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's how it works. Oh, man. That's funny. I'm not here to pick on just the prequels, but there. I mean, obviously, every movie has every sequel, every trilogy, whatever. They all yeah, have their issues. I guess I don't have the same. All right. Well, when I watch Phantom Menace and I watch the first Harry Potter or two, I feel the same because I got into Star Wars with Phantom Menace. But I think yeah. maybe looking back on it with a more critical eye, 
because chronologically everyone has seen the original trilogy first, it doesn't really have that same sense of exploration and everything's brand new. I guess you kind of more get that feeling with Luke in episode four. Right. Anakin is nine and knows way more than Luke oh, yeah. being 19. Luke is Absolutely. going through and be like, I can't see anything with this fucking blast shield and I have to take care of these droids and I don't understand who's this princess, what's Alderaan, what's this wizard. You know, he's he's kind of getting that introduction to the universe with us more than Anakin is. It is weird. It is. It's just, it's different circumstances, obviously, but... Uh, Slightly. Luke's not a slave. He almost is, though. Like, he can't go anywhere or do anything. He works for a living for people that he probably hates, even though they're family. Yeah. And they won't answer any questions about his true family, so it's... Yeah, I mean... Different situations, same fucking planet, though. Maybe he found the receipt to Anakin. Can't go to the Academy. Yeah. You know what's another huge pitfall? Uh, let's really pick apart the Star Wars universe I, today. That's, dude, that's what I'm here for. Let's do it. Um, in episode four, one of the worst parts of episode four is the f- how downplayed the um, destruction of Alderaan is, especially yeah. to especially to Leia. Leia that's- should be fucking just legit unraveled. Yeah, like crazy like we need to get them back whether it's for revenge or justice like they blew up my fucking people we need to do something right now and she just goes you're a monster and then and then that's and then you're you and then we're off again and you're like dude the imperial senate will never sit still for this she literally doesn't say a fucking word about it she should either be full of rage and going to the dark side or she should be like depressed and like unmotivated because she's so distraught yeah well to like build upon that like during all of these um what are they called the planning meetings to blow up the death star she should be running that shit saying look these fuckers blew my stuff up you know do this do that these are these aren't good people or she should be out there recruiting spreading the, the word that how, how you know all yeah. not there anymore people should, yeah. should start listening and you don't you don't get any of that it's always just like nope. boom she's like oh man who can, I ki- who can I kiss around here? <laughs> That's how she consoles herself. Yeah. She must have had a steady supply of fucking antidepressants, though, just to keep her, you know, on track, focused on the mission. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's easy to pick apart them all if you, if you really want to. I mean, you go back that far, and, and filmmaking was uh, just not the same. I don't want to shit on it. There's, there's great stuff back there, but, you know, it's more refined nowadays, I will say. So... From a certain point of view. True, absolutely. And there are, you know, depending on what you're looking for in movies, you're going to find it. So, I'm not looking for anything in movies. One-eyed Willie. <laughs> what? <laughs> looking for one-eyed Willie. Do we get the same sort of um, introduction to the universe childlike wonder with episode seven at all? No. More desert planet, though. You know, they. that's I th- the tie. But I do think, well, it's different because we don't start with a child. But Ray's. You call him Luke seen, a child? I've, yes. Ray's um, the same age. Yeah, but Ray. She can take care of herself. <laughs> we do see Ray. I've never seen so much green. You know, she is. It, it's not as. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. It's, I mean, small stuff like that. Han Solo. I thought he was a myth. Han Solo, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, um, yeah, the acting may, well, I'll put that out there, but maybe the acting was, wasn't the, the greatest or the, or the lines, whatever it may be. But, you know, um, there is a sense of wonder, I guess, and, and we, we live that through Ray, but... I don't know. Maybe I need to rewatch it with a different eye and think about it that way. Yeah. I think we do. I think Ray is, she can take care of herself and she's capable, but has also only been on Jakku her whole life. So yeah. I think we maybe we do get a little bit of that Luke style, what the hell's going on vibe. Yeah. Because seven is just like four, you know? It's the same movie. I mean. But with a girl. It is pretty close. <laughs> In all the best ways. It is pretty close. How long are they on Jakku compared to how long are they on Tatooine? Ooh, that's a good point. You know? Cause they it's probably kinda... like 10 minutes compared to 40 minutes. <laughs> no, I, uh, they're on Jakku for a while, man. They're on yeah. Jakku for a while. I don't know. I'd have to do the comparison one of these days. See, that movie starts off completely it's it's way different. We start off with the slaughter of a small town. Mm-hmm. That's how we're starting our series or our trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. I'm way more, I'm way more interested in in all of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna make a note. I'm gonna calculate that before next episode. I'm gonna give us an answer. How much screen time is there of Jakku versus of Tatooine? The scam. I wonder if there's something about Tatooine that they'll like retcon almost. Yeah, Skywalker's from there. Oh, build a monument out of sand. <laughs> He's so pissed. He's so fucking pissed. Oh my god. Just cover the yeah, she just buried his lightsaber in sand. That sucks. I still that's one of my favorite things that we've ever thought about is uh Waddle going around telling people that he used to own Darth Vader. Yeah. I used, you know Vader? Yeah. I used to own that motherfucker. <laughs> That's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Some washed up guy taking credit for stuff he never did. Mm. I uh, I hope we get to follow up with Watto at some point in all of these offshoot stories, whether it's in a cartoon or in The Mandalorian. I want Watto to pop back up. Let's see what mm. he's doing. How long do Tordarians live? Mind tricks don't work on them, so probably a long time. Who? Okay, I'll do a quick versus. Uh, well, first, like, why, why are we doing versus? Not like a battle, <laughs> but who you? Who's your favorite, Watto or Sabalba? Oh man, I have to pick. See, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was a good versus. I mean, Sabalba is a cooler character for sure. Yeah. I think Toydarian. Like, I think Watto is an interesting character, but he's not like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Hmm. He's interesting the way like the bank gremlins are in Harry Potter. You know? <laughs> I'm not like, I don't want more. Well, I don't know. Does that make I any take sense? More, I take more Sebulba. <laughs> but more they, Sebulba, I mean, yeah. uh, I, 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 get, I think I get what you're saying. I think uh, Watto is a deeper character. Sebulba is just a dickhead racer, which is cool. And we like to see that shit on screen. But Watto's, even though he's a slave owner... He doesn't seem like a fucking piece of shit. He's just a part of that area. That's what how you. It's a part of it. It's the ugly, ugly shit. So yeah, uh, it says here under his appearances on Wikipedia that he was in two episodes of the Clone Wars. Which really, I'm not surprised by that. 
I would like to see him down the line, though. How like, long what's, he, what's he doing when in uh, Civil War time? You know, probably dead. Look how bad uh, he looked in episode two. True, yeah. He just needed to shave. He would have been fine. Is that he right? A, he just needs a night in a nice hotel, good straight razor shave. He would have been all all good. But it doesn't say how long they live, so I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I assume, yeah, he'd still be around. Yeah, yeah. You know, so one of my new favorite things is all of the different colors that the Twi'leks come in. <laughs> yes, I agree, but you said it like they were getting shipped on an assembly line. Well, the, it was the... Uh, I would like match. my Twi'lek wife in orange, please. Yes. <laughs> it was the uh, obviously the most recent Bad Batch episode. Uh, they had an overhead view of kind of the town's people. And it was just, yeah, it was so yep. colorful. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. And then we get, to, we get to see, like, the blue Twi'leks uh, in Mando. Well, is she orange? Or is her brother orange and she's blue? The, one, the first one with Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. Or are they both blue? I think they're both blue. I think she's, like, light blue, yeah. Um, I don't not, I don't care enough to look it up. But yes, <laughs> Me neither. But then we colors. see like, Hera. Yeah, Hera looks cool. Yeah, it's cause it's a cool little different thing that you know, other species are just, I don't know. Well, they have variation. Not. Yeah, a lot more variation. Well, is there like gungans? Is there like more than just orange gungans? Are there green ones and stuff? I don't know. Yeah, well, Boss Nass is like a frog. Oh, that's true. And Jar Jar is like a rabbit. Is Boss Nass a gungan, or is he just the frog prince? I don't know. He's just the boss. Just boss. He's Nass. some weird sort of Naboo and gungan hybrid. <laughs> I like how he doesn't like, like really even have a title. It's just boss. Right. And is that his title or is that his first name? Yeah. And his council members are foreman and manager and... <laughs> Laborer Binks. Laborer Binks. Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Laborer Binks. Binks. Oh, man. So you did watch uh, episode 12 of Bad Batch? Mm-hmm. Nice. We also have the uh, trailer for Star Wars Visions that came out recently. Yeah. The anime, new anime series. You can talk about that if you want. Why? You didn't hate it? Are you? D- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch it? <laughs> uh, it. No, I didn't. Not yet. I uh, saw. I like opened it up, and I just haven't. I haven't, unfortunately. So. It's like as mu- It's like the style of the last uh, Cassian Andor teaser we got, where it's like a bunch of concept art and the crew talking about like what they're yeah. so excited about. So it's total anime. Um, basically, Lucasfilm partnered with a bunch of uh, Japanese animation studios to kind of lead the charge, do Star Wars in their style. Um, I can't get a clear sense of if it's all new storylines or mm. if it's like kind of reinterpretations of existing stuff. Maybe but a good I did blend. See, like, hopefully a good blend. Actually, hopefully it's all new. Let's just do all new stuff. Sure, but um, I guarantee it's going to be a blend. <laughs> probably. I mean, I saw some new species in there, but I also saw, you know, typical X-Wings and stuff like that. So we'll see. But it looks very cool. I mean, anything that's like a totally new take, I'm I'm interested in. No, I'm, uh, I'm 100% on board. It's the same thing as like covers of a good song that you know. 
Like, if you do a, a cover well, yes, I want to hear that all day. Of course, I like the fucking song and your version of it. If it's different, you know, let's fucking do it. So, yeah, if even if it's rehashing the same shit, as long as they make it look cool or better or different, let's fucking do it. Hopefully better. The yeah. whole purpose of, of Disney, well, at least what they're attempting to do is pulling in a, a bunch of different directors to do all these movies. It's like, I do want to see different visions of the Star Wars universe. So, oh. let's yeah. fucking do it. Yeah, I'm in. Um, yeah, so nothing huge. It does say that it's coming out in September. Streaming this September, it said. So we're not far off, which surprises me that they don't have a more, like, I don't want to say it wasn't solid, but that's only two months away. I'm surprised there's not, like, a trailer with actual footage and story and stuff. Yeah, and how long are these going to be? And I don't know. Who knows? Are it, are, is each knows. one just going to be, like, a short? Like a thirty-minute story? Yes. Okay. Yep. Each studio like has their own episode. I, I don't know how long they are, but yeah, I think it's just going to be. They're all going to be totally different. Um. Yeah. September, two months. Uh, I'm still I waiting go- for this. Shinobi. Shinobi said there's like some Star Wars Renaissance coming. I'm still waiting on that. Yeah, I uh, I need something. I need something out of this. He has insider information that we don't have. What'd you see? Uh, I just saw Fallen Order two stuff. You know, suggestions of what they should do with it, but but nothing about what they actually are doing with it. Yeah, exactly. That's just an episode of this podcast. They should do these things. They didn't. All right, let's review oh, them. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times do uh, you and I need to predict a future in the Star Wars universe, especially with this most recent episode? <laughs> uh, how do you mean? I think there should be a clone uprising, and there should be a. Hey, guys, did you hear what Rogue Squadron said? Let's do an uprising with the clones. As, <laughs> as if they heard our episode, and that's what they do. They change it, cut the ep- recut the episode in yes. five days. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, we can dive into that. So it was cool. It was. This is just like a Hera origin story, you know. These two episodes. I am glad that. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Bad Batch was in it. Yeah. Let's. Uh, it's nice to see them back in this show. Uh, um, uh, oh yeah, it's called the Bad Batch. And it's about the Bad Batch. Oh yeah, I understand. Maybe the Rebellion is the Bad Batch. Maybe that's what the symbology is supposed to be. Symbolism. Yeah, um, say that. I uh, yeah. Well, so, what's your thought on? Is it cool that we get a little Hera origin story? I think so. Yes, absolutely. If, if they don't put it in this, where else are they going to? Like, it's not gonna. You're, you would never see it unless they were able to work it into one of these types of shows. Yeah, that's the thing that I just. I, I think both you and I have to give and take. Like, it's this is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Regardless, and I'm glad it somewhat paid off, and that the Bad Batch was more a part of this and made a difference. Um, yeah, because if it was just like them dropping shit off, and then we see a little bit more on Ryloth, and then we move on to the, what the fucking Bad Batch are doing, I would have yep. been fucking pissed. But yep. you know, okay, Omega and 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 and. The, all of them chop or they all get to play around for a little bit. It is uh, a little darker than I thought it would be, which was mm-hmm. kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, they've been kind of uh, riding that line where people are headshotting council members and 
fuckers. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, cartoon. Okay, okay. Yeah, they've hit a good balance there. Um, I think we'll look. I am positive, or sorry, I am hopeful that we'll look back on it differently once it's over and thinking like, yeah, the Bad Batch is a longer arc about how they go to the rebellion. I think that's where we're headed. And I think once we see the finale in a couple weeks, it will all make sense. And then if we know the Bad Batch ends up going from kind of like deserters to joining the rebellion, then these little hits along the way make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously, I think what really solidified this last episode was Hauser's uh, conscience change. Where, and that's kind of what the seeds that we were hoping were going to be planted, and they kind of they played out that way. Um, I, now I have a question on that, okay. and I think it might just be how they're portraying some of the clones, mm-hmm. but I can't get a read on what the inhibitor chip does because some of the clones See? are yeah. like literally. The switch was flipped. I'm a drone for the Empire. Long live the Empire. And I'll kill everybody. Yeah. Other people are like, I need to make this decision for myself. This doesn't seem right. So I, I can't get a sense of like how they're... Yeah. Well, I mean, is does the force play into this? For how dumb of a question that... Like, if you're a stronger-willed clone and you've experienced a lot more, you're probably stronger-willed... And can outthink or outmatch the fucking chip that's in your head, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, this isn't right." Even though you know I've been bred for this shit, this doesn't seem right. I was fighting along with these fuckers. I was supposed to save these people. Now, now me being asked, dude, the way the, that Hauser explained it, we were we were brought here to kill the droids and save the people. Now we're here to kill the people. That doesn't make any sense, right? So they're it's, they're like talking themselves out of the inhibitor chip control. It's and I'm so it's cool to see. Well, honestly, I thought all of them were gonna lay down their shit. I thought so did was, I. I thought it was kind of stupid that they. Oh yeah, let's start this uprising, and then they're just like, let's go to jail. And right. Like, what the fuck was that? Uh, yeah, at least fight and retreat and try to escape. Exactly. I was like, man, you were right there on the cusp of greatness. I was also waiting for Sniper Boy to realize that he uh, fucked over his plan and just snipe him. See, I thought once the fucker started laying down their sh- their shields, he was going to open fire, and yeah. that was going to make the rest of them realize, hey, something's wrong here, and then um, they were all going to go. I that I was waiting for that, that sniper fire. I thought that was going to be the turning point where they're all like, I don't know, boom, and you're like, oh, shit. Dave, my resume is up to date. You can still hire us. Just go uh, to StarWarsIsAwful.com slash it could be better. You can <laughs> <could> see. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, no, it was man. it was overall I think good. Um yeah. I just feel like they've the imagery that they've used for the clones in some of the earlier episodes are like once the inhibitor chip went on, they're totally stormtroopers. And now I feel like they're changing the rules so to speak on how much free will they have and I'm just I'm not following. Yeah, but well and I think that's the whole point. They're playing they're playing that line that it's not solidified. Some some are better people. Some, I yeah. mean, we we get to see um, Rex. Well, was Rex? Did he get that thing removed in the Clone Wars? Is that why he's he did? Yeah, free willed. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And I, still- I I mentioned something like maybe maybe because Order sixty six was like the turning point. 
maybe some of them weren't stationed with Jedi and they didn't have that like do or die moment of choose the Empire or choose the Jedi, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. Four more episodes. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like things are, are getting heavier. Ish. It does. It does. Yeah. Hey, from a certain point of view, if Palpatine did create Anakin in a Sith ritual, isn't the Skywalker and Palpatine bloodline the same? Yeah, it's really the Palpatine bloodline. From a certain point of view, yeah. Uh, well, no, it's mixed. Mm. No, there's no not the bloodline. There's no blood there. Shmi has blood. She's a Skywalker, though. That's what I mean. How does she, I still? That's a great question. Who the fuck? It's not like Palpatine had sex who was with Shmi. Who was Shmi's dad? Why is why is Shmi important? I have people? asked. Well, she's not. Or yeah, she wasn't until Palpy, or until the Force just said, "Hey." Well, I wonder how much control. Wonder how much yeah. control he had, and if he like, you know, did recon and picked a picked someone to like, you know, give birth to this little evil spawn, or if they just kind of like did some Sith ritual and it just materialized in it, someone on Tatooine, yeah, and it would just like ran picked random someone random from the galaxy and like, yeah. I think that makes more sense where because I've seen I've seen Dooku try to do Sith rituals and that sort of thing. I think it was in the Clone Wars. Uh, and it played out elsewhere. I just like you're saying, like they did a Sith ritual and they didn't. It wasn't like, hey, you, you're going to get pregnant now. But they said, hey, there's going to be a fucking spawn of 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 Satan. We just yep. need to find him. And then when Palpy comes across Anakin, he's like. You smell like beef. No, I, know. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> well, let's bring this all the way back around to Harry Potter like we'd like to do. That was the same thing with the Boy Who Lived prophecy. It could have been Neville Longbottom or Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from a certain point of view, it all would have played out. It's almost like the destiny is there regardless of who fulfills it. Shit! <laughs> Did I just drop some something? The destiny will always be there. Someone, it's just depending on who and when fulfills it. It's gonna be fulfilled regardless. So if Harry didn't do it, Neville would have. It's a self. It's a self. The prophecy is self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, it's a. It fulfills it's a, itself. Anonymously, an, prophet anonymous, <laughs> prophecy anonymous. <laughs> it will happen, just eventually. It's almost like uh, the Sith, where it. The Sith taking over. It was going to happen eventually. They waited fucking thousands of years. Of course it was going to happen. They were just waiting for the right time. Well, that's the whole uh, storyline of Mass Effect. It's like the cycle. It's just 50,000 yeah. years. It just goes in a loop. But how many How many do you have to go back until you see the beginning of... Where'd the Reapers come from? See? And who was doing the 50,000 year abolishment cycle to them? Yeah. The storyline's so good. Yeah. What, you think we ever get a Mass Effect movie? You know what would work is a Mass Effect movie. Because <laughs> there's enough there. They could do whatever they want. 
I also really... I, <laughs> Not I also, really. They kind of have to adhere to the universe. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. Well, then it wouldn't be a Mass Effect movie. It'd just be a I sci-fi love, movie. See, I've always loved that aspect of humans aren't the dominant species. So they, they walk into the universe thinking they're all big and bad, and they're like, oh, shit. These... these these other aliens are much smarter and bigger and stronger than us, so we better figure our shit out. Yeah, but Shepard ends up winning, so aren't they the dominant species? Mm, they end up becoming, but That's, I but mean, that makes them the dominant species because they they come in as the underdogs and then they fuck everything up. But I wouldn't even say that because they've had they obviously had help from true other species. Yeah. Quite yeah, a but few. it takes so their real advantage. That's the whole thing. I think is like the special thing about humans. Um, I'm trying to think of like a analogy. There's another movie that well, a bunch of things do that, like Luke Skywalker, where he just can't lose. <laughs> He's the underdog. <laughs> yes, Luke is Shepard. Is that what you're saying? Shepard Skywalker. It'll it'll come to me. I'll, I'll bring it back up when it pops in my head. There's another one that I'm thinking of. Ah, fuck. Stupid brain. All right. Oh yeah. Move on. Move along. Move along. Move along. That's really all that happened in that episode, though. Is you know, clones changing their minds, and then Hera origin story. Yeah, I mean, Hera. Yeah, Hera flies for the first time. We see Chopper do some some Chopper stuff. I hate Chopper. Um, it is okay. So I mean, they're 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 playing this poetry game quite a bit with Hera's plea from the uh, the Bluetooth. Yep. Uh, message that they they receive. It's like oh, I need help, and you're like, we must help. So they don't want to though. It's Omega convinces them. Omega calls uh, the Bad Batch are brothers, and from many points of view, that's very true, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's playing on that. Obviously, family matters, but they're playing both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Where we see Ray adopt a family in the Skywalkers, because that's all she knows, and that's what feels right. But then also Hera, I'm, I'm playing the both sides of this because obviously blood family. But they, you see that where Omega plays the Ray side, and it's kind of like the, her adopted brothers that are also blood. But I don't know what I'm trying to say because it doesn't Neither really do work. I. <laughs> well, it's, I was just gonna say because it's well, one family is a true family. Hera, Hera has family. That, that's her mom and dad. Right. Where Omega, even though they're blood related, they're, they're not technically family. I mean, they're brothers and sisters from a certain point of view, but. But she was also made in a test tube and grew up with just Camino and doing tests on her all the time. Right, you know? right. Yeah. It was more of a learned, adopted family, even right. though they're blood related. That's what right, I'm right, saying right, is right, 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 it's right. more of a Ray esque thing where she's kind of adopting this group of guys as her family so yeah definitely. um they're, they're kind of bla- playing both sides of that coin uh and the whole purpose is the family matters uh so yep. uh if we don't start making change now then fuck the universe fuck the galaxy like why are we even here yep. and i loved that uh omega i mean omega dro- dropped some knowledge because hunter was like nope too dangerous and omega's like i thought that's what good soldiers did was defend and it, right. and, and hunter's like Fuck, you're right. That makes you turn it sense. into a bitch hunter. Yeah, I would have loved that if she. What? <laughs> she you said that in, exact line. You 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 coming off like a beach. <laughs> Fuck. Bit of a cunt there, hunter. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the dialogue that we need in a children's <laughs> cartoon in Star Wars. Huh. Let's be honest. Oh man. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Star Wars is about family, right? It is. If you learn anything. I, I also saw um it was the smallest little snippet, and honestly, I can't even think of where it was from, but they were talking about how force abilities, like force sensitive characters. When they when they're first found, it's like honed abilities, and they're very targeted. So from a certain point of view, Anakin's one big thing was his uh, uh, reflexes. Yeah, he he uh, he could just that's why he could win because he can his reflexes are crazy and he can an- anticipate things. I think other characters, you know, they might be able to sense people's feelings really well. And something like that. So I, I was just kind of playing off the, it's a feeling. Anakin gets a feeling when he's when he's flying a pod racer. There's something that he can do, but he can't really explain. Mm-hmm. Like he just does it. He's the only human that can do it. Well, obviously he's the only human that can do it because he's a fucking Jedi. And there's not too many Jedi that spend their time blasting away on pod racers. Right. So I think I think it's cool that. Like, I'm just saying how you can identify four sensitive children. Like, one might be really good at coloring inside the lines. <laughs> and that and that four sensitive child would be good at focusing, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder what kind of, uh, if they have like a little clipboard as they're going around the galaxy. Organization like, skills. Yeah, do they know their colors properly? Yeah, memory. Can you just remember it all? Right. How ca- can you count to 99? How many Pokemon have you caught so far? Exactly. How many Beanie Babies do you have? <laughs> These are all important things we need to know before you come into the Jedi Order. But it's an enhanced specific skill that probably that the Jedi are looking for. Like, I don't know. This yeah. guy, this this kid has foreseen the future so many times and it's come true. Well, we should probably go and pick him up because let's hone those skills. So. Well, the thing is, well, I wonder how much... If parents see that kind of stuff, they probably chalk it up to just like, oh, it's just like a fluke. It's a coincidence. Yeah. You know, no one's no one's out there reporting. I wonder if parents like want their kids to become a Jedi. If it's like going to like a prestigious private school. It's like a if, way way out though. That's a, that's for most of them because a lot of them are just poor. Yeah. So but some like, of them probably don't want to give their kids away. <laughs> but a lot I would assume you just want a better life for your child, so it's like like Shmi. Shmi was a perfect example. Like, obviously, I don't want to let my kid go, but he's going to be way better off. So, and then he ends up becoming Darth Vader. So, so that worked. So weird one night stand Jedi dude, take my child away. <laughs> that was the fucking tuition. That's get it in, <laughs> and then. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, how did that dude. work? He bangs Shmi, and he still ends up with a kid. He had to pay for the kid somehow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't they know. won the race. Anakin's free, but like, you can't just steal him. So he had to pay also, tribute. Also, Anakin literally shows up after winning the race. Yeah, with a fuck ton of money and says, "Mom, look at all this money that we got." And Anakin, you're free. Why yeah, because they because they, they sold the pod. Remember? Why couldn't they have used that money to buy Shmi's freedom? Well, that's not. It's enough for a pod. It's not enough for oh. a slave. Why no says pod it, is worth two slaves. He even not says by it. a long shot. It's in the dialogue. Lucas thought of everything. But no, that, that makes it worse. 
He won with that pod, so it's probably worth a lot more. They've already won Anakin, and they still have the pod race, so they should be able to sell it and, and get Shmi back. I don't know. Whatever. No, that's the money that he has is because they sold the pod. Who has? When Anakin has that money, it's because they sold the pod. Right. So they should buy Shmi with the money. It's not enough, though. Watto says it's not enough. <laughs> but it is. From a very certain point of view, <laughs> it is exactly it's... enough for one slave. Well, you can at least get two-thirds of her. I don't know. Oh, wow. I want the bottom half. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Qui-Gon was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, you can have her five days out of the week. <laughs> Joint custody of Shmi. Yeah. Jesus. That's Ugh. true. How if Ant. No, hmm. let's leave it there. <laughs> Jesus. I was just going to say, how much did Klee Lars have to fork over to buy Shmi? And then what kind of investment is that if you just set her free and then you marry her and now you have to just pay for her bills and stuff? I don't know. I think uh, Qui-Gon was already tapped out on how many people he could own. There he is, <laughs> Anakin. He's got a Jar Jar Binks running around. I think he's, he's got, got Obi-Wan. He's got a limit, yeah. <laughs> and he's got all the baggage of the Jedi Order. That's just too much. Yeah. And all the uh, Queen's wardrobes. <laughs> <laughs> all the Queen's wardrobe. Yeah, if they had thrown that into the deal, maybe they could have had enough to buy Shmi. Or at least given her some clothes before they pieced out. What is the most... This is going to be a second. <laughs> they're there to help the queen. And they're like, Obi-Wan's like, oh, we can just sell all of her clothes. That would help, right? <laughs> I found such a yeah. ridiculous thing to say. I found a box of clothes. You want to get rid of them? Just sell all of her guards. I found a bunch of her food, too. You want to get rid of that? <laughs> just sell her. Give us yeah. Anakin. Even trade. Let's get out of here. Even trade. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to be a very generic question, but I think uh, it's worthwhile. What is the most epic scene in Star Wars for you? Oh man! Or maybe a couple. Very like we always it do. This. Have to be a bad one. All right, I got my nine top epic scenes in all of yep. just one Star Wars movie. Well, I'm going to say top three, and then as you you build your top three, I'm going to add about four. Exactly. I, I want to steal yours. Oh man. Top epic scenes in Star Wars. Yeah, let me think about it. I'm gonna throw a couple out there. Not that, because I'm sure we're gonna collab on this because our minds two are better than one here. But um, one scene that really I felt like holy shit, like shit's getting real, is Rogue One with the initial shot of the Death Star killing Jeddah City, and then the Earth, and then the planet folding up on itself, killing Saw Gerrera, and they, they basically gathered their party and got out of there as the fuck it, and then light speed. Oh, dude, that that yep. is one crazy scene to me, and it doesn't even have anything to do with the Jedi or anything. It's just like, mm-hmm. fuck, like they did it. They fucking did it. And Saw goes out in a badass way. Mm-hmm. The message is sent. Oh, it's one, it's one scene one. that I, I, I really do love. And it's crazy because, like I said, there's no Jedi involved. It's just a beautiful scene. It's a really good one. Um, the first one that popped into my head is the throne room scene in Last Jedi when mm. Kylo kills, first of all, Ray trying to fuck around and Snoke playing with her. And then Kylo killing Snoke and then them fighting the guards. That whole sequence is, is wonderful. 
That's the first one that popped into my head. Yeah. And well, and then it, oh, on the same fucking leaf, it's the light speed scene. Jesus. Yeah, and then it, Luke has a force ghost projection. Yeah. There's so much good in that. Yeah, there I mean there's some very very high points. That that light speed scene still to this day gives me goosebumps. If I like really am watching it, I'm like, yeah. Fuck. Like that's the whole that's the rebellion in one scene. They're sacrificing themselves to live basically. They 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 have these martyrs that that it's that's what that's how they need to continue this rebellion is I'm going to kill myself so you guys can get away. Yep. And Luke literally does the same exact thing with his force projection. Yep. Almost unknowingly, but he's like, I'm going to give everything I got so you guys can squeak away again. So, no, it's it's good. It's crazy. Um, the next one I thought of was, because I t- did mention Luke, is Luke fighting, slicing up all of those death troopers. and or not death troopers. Which ones are they? Dark troopers. Dark troopers, yeah. At the end of Mando and getting Grogu. Is it weird that that isn't one for me? No, it's not weird. I, I mean, it's hard to say anything but good things about that scene, obviously. And the, the build-up, because there was basically nothing. Well, there was those seeds planted along the way. Jedi, 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 we got Grogu. What's going to happen? Yeah. Um, which was really cool. It's weird because it's like, it's almost too poetic for me. Like it's okay, yeah. I seen yeah. the Vader scene. Now his son's got to be the badass and do the same thing, but with a green lightsaber. Like, ah, yeah, I get it. I get it. It was cool. It was really cool. But it's a funny, it's a funny interpretation for me because for me it's like I've never thought Luke was that badass, and now I finally have confirmation that he's a fucking savage. And for many other Star Wars fans, it's like Luke has always been the main hero, and this mm-hmm. is like his big finale. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can see for for an older fan like that's the payoff they've been waiting for. Right. The same thing. I mean, the same thing with, with the Vader scene. Like you've been wanting Vader to actually do something. True. And that's and that's actually, why. Yeah, I think that that's yep, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, that's an obvious one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, see, this is my point. No, it's, it's wrapping all all the way back around. The blowing up of Alderaan should be, but it's not. It's way the fuck out there. It goes boom, and then uh, literally, it's just like, oh man. The blowing up the Death Star should be too, but it's not. Not for me. Not not, not to me. No. It is me for neither. some. Yeah, not for me though. Yeah. Huh. Not for me. What about any uh, any Jedi battles? Which one? I mean, it's kind of hard to say not uh, like um, Anakin, but uh, I would say Ray and Kylo on that fucking sail barge thing fighting in in Episode Nine. Oh, really? It's not a sail barge. Whatever. It's one of my it's one of my favorite fight scenes because it feels so natural. But I wouldn't call it a high point for me. But I do I do like the, how the the uh, soundtrack or the uh, score like just disappears for a while and you just hear splashes of water and lightsabers. Yeah. It, it is pretty cool. I would say it's the most. I mean, obviously, we have Anakin and Obi-Wan. That one's huge. Yeah. We obviously have uh, Darth Maul in episode one. Both Sidious and uh, Yoda. But as far as, as far as like epic lightsaber duels and force powers, that's definitely at the top of my list. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing stuff there that like, you know, we only thought was possible in like Star Wars video games, I feel. Like they make them look like superheroes in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, uh, that's uh, that's that's up there for me for sure. Maybe another one for me, even though I'll just say it: uh, Kylo killing Han at the end of Episode Seven. Is that epic? 
Or See, the issue is like Hans. Hans a great character, and he's probably one of my f- top five. I think I even included him in my top five. Mm. But it's like, I don't know. It felt like they brought him back to kill him off, and that took away from the epicness of it. Like it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it, they fumble across him. Smuggling Rathars? Like, of course they do. Of course they do. It just was the will of the force. Oh. That Ray runs into him. All the force was planting all these seeds, and it finally led to that moment. Yeah. No, I I mean, it's valid. I I don't know. I don't know if it's up there with the Lightspeed scene or any of the other ones. I I, I know it's, 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 you're, you're probably right. Yeah. You know what's interesting? All the ones that I just listed are. Disney episode era? seven and later, yeah. Huh? I wonder why that is. Maybe because you're just more more present, more recent in my mind. You well, know? like I said, I don't want to harp on it, but it, the filmmaking has just gotten better. They know how to build up a scene and make it epic. There's certain tropes too. I mean, that's been a big thing since Iron Man. Like every Marvel movie has like that big over extra- extravagant finale, you know. Yeah. So they're they're taking part of that for sure, but Battle of Scarif, Radical Phoenix here says. Yep. Scarif makes sense. I mean, it's my, one of my favorite battles. I don't know if I would call it epic. What? It is my favorite battle. It's how my favorite dare battle. You? I know, but how would you not call that epic? Cuz it's about people. I I feel like for it to be crazy epic to me, it's got to be about people. It's always got to be about people. Right. And I know there's soldiers on the ground making a difference, but it's more of a grand scale battle and how it flows in in and out of each other. That's why I think it's epic. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you you, just you're, said you're not epic. wrong. I know. I know. <laughs> I, it, it's well, That's why I think it's my favorite. But like to put it up against a light speed scene, I'm like... Does it, it, does it hit the same strings? Maybe not, but it is up there. It's way up there. Hmm. Is there... Okay, are, what are the prequel ones? There's probably none in episode one, unfortunately. No, I was going to say the um, the arena battle and then when all the clones show up at the end of episode two. That's that's up there for me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I... Unfortunately, I don't know if I would pick anyone from uh, episode one. Episode two... I don't think so either. And three, obviously, you know, the end, the double battle happening at the same time. Well, if you want to put one for sure in episode three, it's Order 66. True. And then the the killing of the younglings. Jesus. And him walking into the the Jedi temple with the clones. You're like, Mm -hmm. dude. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, that's definitely one. Order 66 slash... Like Flash Younglings. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Pod Race, Radical Phoenix threw in Pod Race. And then also, yeah. anything from Solo? He said Train Heist. Yeah, I got, it's like I want the Train Heist to be it, but. Hmm. Yeah, that's a hard one. Because I really, I, I haven't watched Solo for, uh, for a minute. Maybe I'll have to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, that might be next on my list, actually. I haven't watched anything Star Wars in a bit. I was on a huge Marvel train for a while, which I need to get back to because I still haven't watched Loki. 
and it ended and i think it's six episodes and people said the finale was fucking great so i really need to start that this week k2so's death it's not epic th- though the, the, it? the entire movie of rogue one is that yes to i me. knew you're gonna get there at some point <laughs> you're just gonna kind of truncate it down i don't know if like the the k2 death and the han death those are definitely momentous and yeah. like, important i wouldn't say that they're epic necessarily though well i mean i, I could argue the same thing about snoke dying well it's not just snoke dying it's the whole yeah thing Snoke and or Kylo and Rey being in the throne room, her confronting Snoke. Snoke gets killed when you least expect it, and then the fight scene. I mean, I imagine one that we're skipping that OT fans would probably jump on board is the last fight scene in, in six. Vader and Sidious and Luke. Oh, yeah. Again, not for me though. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not for me. It's hard to say because I think the tension is there and it's set up to be. It's just, you know. It's not as refined as, as the stuff that comes out now, but maybe, maybe I'll rewatch it and feel a little differently. You know, it's really it's it's the one thing that it never, the chord that it never hit was the father son. Like I don't know, it felt just kind of disjointed at that point. Well, wa- now that you're a dad, watch it again, see if anything's different. Yeah, that's what's yeah. been happening to me. What I allowed, yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Well, I the only real a, way to test that is you have to become evil. Yeah, I have then, to allow a coworker to electrocute my son. <laughs> no, first you have to give your son to somebody in the desert for 19 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give him away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure this out. We'll play yeah. it out. We'll see how I feel. All right. <laughs> Battle of Hoth. That's a good one. Yeah, that's one that uh, I I don't know if I get chills from it, but it is one hell of a way to start off a fucking movie. We should, one of these times we should do like, we may have done this in the past, but like favorite set pieces oh, in Star okay. Wars. I'll give you some outside of the movies. Okay. So I am slowly sludging through Rebels. Unfortunately. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh, by the way. Episode 271. We're getting there. Episode one, bitch. Oh, is that the one from uh, Celebration? Hot Topic. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is, that, is that animated or is that like the actual poster? Oh, it's the a- actual poster. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Very nice. I like it. Oh, shit. I broke my stuff. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, Rebels. Oh, outside of uh, epic stuff outside of the movies. <sighs> well, yeah. Vader. Action, Vader. Or Vader Ahsoka. Vader Ahsoka stuff. When... Vader's chasing after the group of rebels and Ahsoka's with him and he senses her and says the apprentice lives and she fucking freaks and passes out. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh my God, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And it's, might- such, it's just a small thing. And I wouldn't like, I don't know. I, it's not like groundbreaking, but like it's that tension, man. You feel it. Yeah. Yeah, along those lines, you might also say the last two episodes of Clone Wars. Oh, Order absolutely. 66, Ahsoka, yeah. Rex, yeah, Maul, all that. The lightsaber, and then Vader comes back and yeah. sees you the know, helmets. If, and if we want to throw something else in there, the KOTOR realization, when you find out you're fucking Revan. I haven't had that realization in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I would say the end battle, Cal Kestis against Vader, when he fucking yep. shows up, you're like, this is not what I signed up for. I need to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Like, I barely defeated this yep. 
I can't. I can't deal with that. Yep. Oh, that's a, that's I, a demon. Yeah, that's that's a demon. That's a demon with I a breathing problem. But uh, <laughs> yeah. oh man. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, it's funny because I think Kotor was maybe the first time I truly felt that, where I finally learned. When you finally learn that you're Revan, you're like, Dude, spoiler. The whole the whole game flipped on its head. You're like, God, they t- they were talking about me in front of me. Right. Council, are you sure Revan's truly gone? Bitch, I'm right here. After I'm I su- after I figured I, it out. I'm surprised no one slipped up, honestly. That's a lot. It's a big lie to keep covered. Yeah. I'm surprised Vandar wasn't like, you think this guy, I mean, you think Revan is actually gonna <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure he's good? I mean, he what I don't know how to ask this question. Yeah, but that I think yeah in 2003 that was the first time I really thought, whoa, yeah, Star Wars can do that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to say because Episode One and Two had been out. Yeah, and it's like whoa, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know. Do you think the bomb drop thing was a big? I feel like there are things that come into TV and film that become like a, uh, a standard thing to do over time. And then every movie like uses it. And then like a decade later, they kind of, it, it goes away. I feel like the bomb drop, like two thirds of the way through something where like, it's the big twist. It's the Shyamalan twist or whatever, yeah. you know, I feel like that wasn't really a thing back in the, uh, in the seventies and eighties. So that wasn't really part of those first three. Yeah, well, and that's it's kind of walking that fine line now because every movie has that. So right. Like, so now it's like, when is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? And you're at, you're like expecting it, and if it doesn't happen, you're like, dude, that was a terrible movie. Dude, yeah, actually, wow. All right, so we just identified it in what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we figured it all out. Wait, where am I? Kotor. Uh, it's in Solo because Kira reveals that she's actually working for what? What the fuck? Um, it's in seven because Kylo kills Han. I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of like the, the big twist moment. Oh yeah. Where like you didn't expect this would happen or a character reveals himself as whoever. I was just trying to think of, uh, other moments in recent Star Wars where that's been, I I just wanted to see if it was in like every single. Yeah. Play it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's, what's in seven? Oh, Han dies. Yeah. Kylo kills Han. Well, I guess maybe you realize that Kylo is Han's son first. Yeah. Maybe that's the twist. Uh, Snoke dying in eight, that's the twist. Yeah. Subverting expectations, we'll call it. No, it's the Shyamalan twist for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Does episode nine have uh, a major twist? A- Palpatine. Well, it is, yeah. It's always, it's always been Palpatine. You're, you're a Palpatine. You're a Palpatine. I love Kylo, but that line is awful. Yeah. That is I so agree. dumb. And I also to hate upon it even more i hate the setting of it i hate the setting of it to hate upon it (laughs) to hate upon it i hate the setting of it i hate that there's a fucking audience of first order like that feels like something that should be very private and he should like let her know i don't know in a different like just to be in a hangar and be like you're a palpatine like dude Right. Everyone's trying to escape. You're just like, oh, hang on, hang on. I know that there are yeah. enemies and we all want to kill them. You probably have orders that you should shoot them right now. Hang on. Let's talk about your parents. Yeah. I, I, I really, I, that was a swing and a miss for me. Yeah. Not only the script, but the setting. I just thought, 
uh, is that the time to do it? Is that right. Kylo? You uh, <laughs> you've never seen a movie, have you, Kylo? Just chill out. Yeah, I, don't, or, I hate I hate talking about nine because every time we talk about it, I just hate it more. Or if she realized it elsewhere, and he more confirmed it, like if she started figuring it out, and he he didn't even say it, he just said yeah. That's it. Yeah. Who, who is she? Because that's and it all. It, that was where they planted the seeds. Who is she? At the right. very beginning. What can you give me? Everything. I'll give you her last name. Hell, uh, I, I have her birth certificate. Jeez. Christ, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her social security number. I will. Uh, maybe not epic. But uh, another goosebumpy one is always when he sh- when he does that force lightning in episode nine. If you have yeah. a good sound system, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I need to put on some nice headphones and listen to that again. Woo! I'm it's- just gonna watch the fight and then watch that execution celebration and then. Dude, and it's done. part it's partly his face too because he like looks up at the sky and does that real crooked like He's smirk. Happy. And then it just goes at it. You're like, oh, that was like Joker-esque. Like, ha fuckers, done. <laughs> He's super happy about it. Yeah. He learned, he got his XP, he leveled up, he got it for Storm. I mean, that's pretty, it's a big part of the of the game, really. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I think the original trilogy did well? Is played upon the Jedi being, like, not real. That people, I, I do like that aspect that Han pushes back and says, Shit ain't real. Right. Like, that's how 99% of the galaxy should react. Right. But, like... And even the 1% that did know about Jedi are a little hesitant because they all got killed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, the fact that... That's what I'm saying. It was... There's some small things, like, where Rey on Jakku, on a junkyard planet, still hears legends about Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. But should she should she really know about Luke Skywalker? I don't know. 30, 40 years after the fact, I don't know. It's right. it's more of just a question. Right. And I do, but I do like that uh, Han Han plays that pivotal role of like fuck the Jedi. That, that shit doesn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. I've lived 30, 40 years, however old Han is, and so forth. This I've never heard or seen about any of this shit. You guys are making it up. If he had stuck around with Kira a few extra minutes, he would have seen the hollow transmission to Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. What is that? <laughs> I give up. We can't fight that. Can't fight that. Is there... What's the... Hmm. You're still trying to think about an epic scene in, in Solo? No, I'm trying to think of why the fuck they haven't announced Solo 2 yet. <laughs> That's a total sequel setup, and I really want them to make Solo 2. And they, yeah. they need to do a whole trilogy. It's it's a valid point. Like, why put that in there at the end and then do nothing with it? They don't even they didn't even make comics for Kira and, and Maul Beyond, right? Um, if there I, is, that's a I don't know. A, that's a miss on us, but maybe Shinobi knows. I don't know anything about the comics, so it probably is our fault to hate upon it. Yeah, yeah, I, I support the Solo Two thing. They need to do that. Of that's, course. That's what I say. They, I support any Star Wars venture. If you're going to make me a goddamn movie next year, do yeah. it. Do it. True. We need this insider information. 
Like Schnobes has got. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to tell us. He's making it up. He's a fake fan. Yes. Can you see the chest muscles on Luke behind me? <laughs> <laughs> I love that poster. It's so ridiculous. It is. It is. Makes no sense. It is. I wonder if that was made before or after they cast them. That one has to be after because Leia looks like Leia. And so does Luke. The original one, it, they don't look nearly like. <laughs> like their characters, I'm saying. That uh, they're just random people on there. I mean, all the Star Wars posters are terrible. I'm surprised that Return of the Jedi has Vader in the top. Like, none of them. Vader's in all yeah, three. None, of them. none of them have Sidious as the actual bad guy. It's always been him. No, it's not. Well, because when they when Return of the Jedi was coming out, they didn't want to like give it away yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's not true. You saw a hologram of him. Yep. Who knows? I wonder how much they added on to the city, the character of Sidious over throughout the movies, because all we see is a hollow transmission, and he's just telling Vader to do some stuff, and Vader's like, "Ah, eh, okay." Yeah. But to like build it like into a Sith, and he's a part of this cult, and he's gonna he's gonna die and come back, and I mean they've built crazily upon mm-hmm. the character of Sidious, and give and he's also a Darth, like right, and he used to be a politician. Like there's there's so much involved in building that character of Sidious that <laughs> in the original trilogy he was just a orangutan in a fucking cloak. <laughs> yeah. And then you go all the way back, and he's born on the same planet as... Oh, never mind. As Jar Jar. Yeah, I was going to say Anakin. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's not correct. Yeah, From a certain Jar point Jar. of view, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's... Maybe the Gungans are the reason uh, Sidious went evil and wanted to take over and kill everything. Because he was just sick of living he, on the planet with the Gungans. He lived on Naboo, and every day... Good morning, Miss like, oh my god, I'm just gonna murder everything. Frisky morning munching. Frisky morning <laughs> Fuck that dude. Yeah. And yeah, that's I why he went that. to lightning, because water conducts electricity and he just, he just wanted to fry the ocean, everything in it. Always <laughs> a bigger fish. Fuck your fish. The Sith powers are like Pokemon elements, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for them to push that realm. What? Like, of course we have Sith lightning, but see fucking Sith flame and like all these elemental uh, aspects like why the fuck not I'm sure Sith lightning in yeah where did lightning six, come from yeah episode 6 was the first time we saw it no I know but like why pick lightning like right does it get because everything else is like you doing stuff without touching something yeah like it's like almost like telekinesis so I just wonder where he came up with force lightning from well and it's a lot of times it's you're using the energy around you to like right. I, like Im- I imagine, like when you're doing a force push, you're like using the air or something to push the person in front of you, or something along those lines. It, the shit is already like you can't create energy, but to right. do a force lightning, it's literally like you're creating energy. So it is very, right. yeah. Very law different. of thermodynamics does not exist in Star Wars, does it? Yeah, you cannot create energy. But that's the one where it cannot be created or destroyed or whatever, right? No, it's a law of physics. That- Hydro mechanics. <laughs> the law of the law of laws. The law of telekinetics. Um, no, I'm actually serious. The law of thermodynamics. No. Uh, okay. Whatever. I give up. I'm not a physics cast. <laughs> no. Yeah. I won't go down that. I failed. Uh. Well, I didn't fail. 
because obviously I graduated high school, but pretty much failed physics. So, mm. copying answers is the only way anything happened. I shouldn't admit that on a live podcast. All right, oh, yeah. everybody. It is oh, episode yeah. 271 now of this podcast. Be, that's, be, that's called be, being resourceful. It took 271 episodes for me to admit that I uh, almost didn't pass physics. <laughs> Been holding it in this whole time. Whole time. Here I am. Sorry, mom. Yeah, I guess uh, I'd like to see what others thought of maybe potential force energies, force uh, abilities that you can do. Some flame stuff. Yeah. Control water. You could just be some fucking Poseidon bitch. Yeah. I mean, where does it end? To like Avatar, and then like there's fire sith on this planet and there's water sith and there's earth sith and there's air sith love sith and then there's the last airbender sith and then they all fight no i get it i i, th- I think it is a, a thin line to walk because if once you get into it you're just like well It'd be my cool flame, for a video game my, my flame beats your uh, light, uh, uh lightning <laughs> all right we're done with this <laughs> <laughs> all right that's fair uh, if you have ideas for what elements Sith should use when they're fighting each other, uh, please mail us the cheese it. Recording stopped.